Welcome to Living Clean and Dirty, the story of a family dragged into a healthy living by the lady of the house. That's me, but just because I started living clean doesn't mean I stopped being filthy. Welcome to another edition of Living Clean and Dirty. Stop. Stop. Actually, welcome to Shows That Should Have Been Porn podcast, where tonight we focus on Charles in Charge. Oh. Here we go. Oh, my God. Here we go. Didn't he in real life, like, date the daughter or something? They, and Nicole Eggert. Yes. Of Baywatch fame. And they were supposed to be like brother and sister. He was no, the babysitter. He was, he was the manny. He was yes. Ew, ew. Well, ew. I, well, well, yeah. Well, it could have been worse. He could have went after the boy. That that's true. So. Very true. So this is um, part two of a ten-part series of what did we call it? The Ten Commandments. The Ten Step Commandments. And. If you didn't get to hear the last one, you are just missing out. This is uh, a series on, it was based on um, a, an experience I had with my daughter. We were watching a TV show and the um, character, one of the characters of this TV show, her mother was dying. And she, uh, the character... This is the one, she pushed the mother out the window. No. This is the, um, she's an older person. and No uh, more wire hangers! She wasn't like an older person, but she was, let's just say, a doctor on a very uh, famous TV show. And still not Knight Rider. No. Okay. And she is a doctor, you know, and... Um, uh, and she, her mom was dying. And... This is what spurred the whole thing. And they were watching. My daughter and I were watching it together. And the mother was giving this, like, last-minute advice. Although she was doing her nails. So you didn't think that she was going to die right there and then. Spoiler alert! Clear code first. And so she was trying to say, you know, and, and one of the pieces of advice that she was giving was make sure that the man, that if you meet somebody in the future, that the man loves you more than you love him. and Which... She, I, I, I thought about that afterwards. I was yeah. like, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean. It's, by the way, a very worked, common piece of advice. Worked out for you? Works out great for me. And I would actually probably give that advice to my daughter. But that's not part of the 10-step commands because it's just not worth one of those steps right. to me. First step, the first, the first commandment, the first of the 10-step commandments was what? Oh, I don't remember. Very good. That's correct. Grateful universe. Grateful. <laughs> That's Christ. how important it was. The first is drink till you forget. That's apparently. right. Don't just keep drinking until you forget. So these were, so we got me thinking that this mom was trying to rattle off this stuff and she went up and she went to the window and the next thing you know, like the daughter, the, the mother was dead. And, um, on top of an Impala. Four stories down outside. So Emma and I were sitting there. This Worst is, cutaway of the season. This is my 12-year-old daughter. And I started thinking, mm. what would happen if something happened to me? What are, like, the couple of pieces of advice that I would give on, like, my deathbed? And I always, like, I don't know, the 10, it's always, like, the 10 best whatever. I always think 10. Five, 
I got more than five things to say. So I, I thought 10 would be best. So the first one, yes. If you want, go back and watch uh, the podcast. That one's, that one's going to be my favorite is Grateful Universe. So my second piece of advice that let's, I would... Let's hope your first is not your always your favorite. N- no. Your last should be your favorite. That's... Wink. That's right. Um, it's always the last that's best. Um, so I am on the second one. Use your words. I, I know. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's so many pieces of advice that I want to give. But so this one. Much to talk about. Now, this is the fun part that you guys don't realize. But Mark has no idea what any of these are. No idea. We walk into this, and I'm not, I don't I'm not lying. Why, I don't even know why I'm here. I'm not lying. No one needs we to be driven anywhere. We don't. Nothing talk, heavy needs to be moved. We don't talk about this beforehand. There's I don't. There's not a level involved. Tell him what I'm going to say. So he is as. Waiting on this on beta breath as the rest of you are. I'm just here because I'm next to the fridge where the beer is. So, the second piece of advice that I would give, and I'm very torn between telling you right now the second, or maybe I should make it the third. I'm not sure. I'm just, there's no certain order that this is in, but. Our listener will be back for both. That's, we, that's no, right. I don't want, I don't Herbert? Want you to feel, Herbert's here. I don't want you to feel like this is your last shot. I mean. Oh, no, I got, I got nine of these. I got eight more after these tidbits of wisdom from me so this one actually takes in a tv show now my entire life is based on no and it's still not charles in charge my life will literally be about tv and movies it's just what i love so this one stems from a, a tv show that mark and i were very late to watch Oh, no. This was, yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, just no. Please don't. This, please, please not. You have to go back and hit the button. No. Please. Uh, just wait, well, okay? Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject here. It, I am in a relationship <laughs> with alcohol. I am, I am in a relationship with, with a woman who's in this room who she starts talking. Oh, my God. You and know. I And I finish her sentences he or knows she will start a sentence with something like you know what there is something that yes mangoes i know you're gonna say mangoes and she's like how did you do that it was like we share the same brain after 14 we, years no I, you I know understand. what no bullshit bullshit okay it's not even it's not that mangoes no it's not even that we share the same brain after 14 years we were dating like a week this is going to be... I don't think we ever talked about this story. So we don't tell this story to many people. We were dating maybe a week. And I... So here we are, just throwing it out on the internet. Right. And I said to Mark one day... We were talking about favorite TV shows. Again, <clears throat> because we both love TV movies. And I was talking about my favorite TV show. And I said to him, you know what? I used to love this TV show. It's really fucking obscure. Like, you are never, ever going to get it. Misfits of Science. And I said, you're just never going to get it. And I didn't even have to... That's all I said. And Mark came up with... Misfits of Science. And I... My mouth dropped open and I was like, oh my God. She may have paid a little. Nobody's ever heard of Misfits of Science. We weren't talking about science-based TV shows. We weren't talking about... Courtney Or Courtney Cox, who was in it. We weren't talking about any of that and he just comes up with it. So, unfortunately, folks, I started talking about a TV show just now about where this came from. And Mark is indeed correct. He knows exactly where I'm going with this. But the rest of you don't because, you know, you just don't know me like he does. So 
Mark and I never watched his TV show, and it got, uh, throughout the entire time that it was on the air, it got a ton of Emmys. Um, super popular. Very super popular. popular. It, was, it was the water cooler talk of... Every of, week. Of, the, of every year that it was on. When I lived in an apartment in Brooklyn Heights, I'll never forget a woman that lived in my building literally like cornered me and said, I can't believe you were not watching this TV show. Like, this is the best TV show ever. And we are, of course, talking about Cop Rock. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hated Cop Rock. Yes, I watched it. I know you did. And so um, we waited we're not, years. We're not, we're not really talking about No, no, we're not. We waited years until this TV show had actually ended before Mark and I decided we were going to pick up this show and watch it, you know, like most people do nowadays. Oh, okay. What's that called when you just sit and watch an entire series? Binge, binge watch. Thank you. Or in your case, what you're doing right now, it's called lying. Here's what really happened. Okay, I'm going to have to sit up for this and I'll spill lying. my beer. Well, it's, it's, let's call it an alternative fact. Okay. Is what, you're, is what you're saying. So, I'm the geekier sci-fi one of, of the pair. So, somebody turned me on to this show. And the show ran, what, five seasons, six seasons? Oh, more than that, I think. Okay, so let's say six seasons. And I watched the entire thing. I binge watched. I stayed up until like four o'clock in the morning. I could not turn away. It was, the show was magnificent. And when we tell you what the show is, if you haven't guessed already, you're going to be, it's very polarizing. You're going to be like, oh my God, that was the best show ever. Or you're going to be like, hated it. It's going to be one or the other. Nobody watched the show and was like, yeah, it was all right. So I watched the entire show. Oh, I laughed. I cried. I, I, I sat on the edge of my seat. I, I bit my nails. It, it was it was a terrific show. I think you so, urinated once while watching it on the bed. That was during sex, too. Yeah. So that's something complete. That's a different story. I'm not story. sure which that's, one might. That's our other podcast. Right. So I watched the entire thing. I binge watch it all the way to the end, to the very end. We'll say six, five seasons, six seasons. So we're talking a hundred some odd episodes. I get all the all the way to the very end, to the to the very polarizing finale, and I said, you know what, Ellen has to watch this. So I explained to her what has happened, and I said, I've watched the show all the way up to the end. I haven't seen the finale, but people are going bananas over the finale. Let's start watching the show. So I went all the way back to the pilot. And with her, again. and we watched the entire show, her for the first time, and me for the second time around, and we watched the entire show. So I watched the show twice, literally in a row, and it still, it was, it was a, I thought it was a really well done, really terrific show. Except the last episode, it fucking blew. Again, they, well. Which is how you're as gonna... I As I said, the finale was rather polarizing. Yeah. So, uh, trust me, when I tell you what show it is, you're all going to be like, that fucking blew if you watched it. We are but... obviously talking about Full House. So, there is, um, I guess we should just tell you, it's Lost. Oh, and... you're, talking, you're talking about Lost? Oh, shut up, of course I am. And there is a part where the actor um, who's in a wheelchair is going to go on a walkabout in Australia. And this, um, they, they say to him, you're in a wheelchair, like you, you can't do that. And he says, don't tell me what I can't do. And it became... Not in a penal colony like Australia. That's, that's for you, Selena, if you're listening. Yeah, Selena, that was for you. Australia is just nothing but a penal colony. So, um... 
Penal. That's not the plural of something else. No, Penal, it's that not. stands for prison. That's correct. Okay. I know it makes me laugh. Why did penal. they say that? Penal. It's not like penile. I know, no, no, no. So, um, penile ain't just a river in Australia. It's so, very funny. <laughs> well, thank you. It's my ninth beer. So, um, I've always sort of... That's, All right, it's really my eighth. Yeah, okay, so this is my bit of advice towards my daughters. Because, again, you're like, what does loss have to do with this? Stay out of Australia. I swear to God, I'm going to bring this back. If you're put in a wheelchair... The entire point is... Go to Australia. <laughs> fucking stop. Good night, mate. <laughs> the entire point is... <laughs> To my daughters, the second piece of advice, the second commandment that I give you to live by, advice that I would give on my deathbed is don't let anybody, including yourself, because mostly it's yourself, don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. And, and it, unless, unless you're on United. Right. And, and, or you're just trying or to Southwest. pee standing up because really I tried it. It just runs down your leg. Yep. There's no Try point. to write your name in the snow. Forget it. Emma. So not a chance. No, and Emma's got a short unless, name. Unless 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 you were writing it in Helen Keller speak. So is that my name? Yeah. What does that say? Yay! You know what? We go back to Helen, my daughter Emma loves Helen Keller. So anytime that we can throw Helen Keller in there, we, we do. Have, we have a very odd scale. Yeah, in, we in do our, in our house. We have we have approaching sainthood, which is Helen mm-hmm. Keller. And then just the source of all evil and pain in the world, which is Hitler. So no joke. Tell them about the Hitler scale. It's a it's a real scale. Everything everything is somewhere in between Hitler and Helen Keller. Not not like a dictionary where the only thing that you would find between Hitler and Helen Keller would be uh, Hieronymus. I, I don't. I yeah. I I can't help you there. No no hemp. You would find hemp between Helen Keller and Hitler. Uh, yeah, so Emma's unique, and, and she learned about Hitler, and now everything, like, when she meets people, she's like, I think he's pretty, like, mean. I mean... He's not like Hitler. He's not like Hitler. He's not Hitler. Like, um, and then there's people that she actually says is like Hitler, and I'm like, Emma, seriously? You, you can't put mass genocide with that kid who just wouldn't give you the ball on the playground. I mean, they just don't meet. Ugh, and he kept dropping his pencil. He was like Hitler. I was like, like Emma, mm, you're in, you're in. No, that kid in third grade, pro- probably not I, like I think Hitler. Your scale may be a bit skewed. So, um, yeah. So now the thing that I kept thinking of was, there's going to be, you know, listen. My mom's not going to listen to this. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can actually say this. My mom is famous for you can't do that. So she'll look at a box that's like fucking empty. There's nothing in it. And she'll say to me, Ellen, you can't lift that. It's too heavy. And I started finding myself quoting the fucking actor from Lost. And I'm like, Mom, my mother never watched Lost. Ma, you can't tell me what I can't do. Don't tell me what I can't do. And so I think that that sort of like annoyed me after a is that while. The, is that that time you lifted the box and pulled your back? No. Okay. And then like, then I would catch, I'd actually catch myself doing it because I think it's like fucking herpes. And the whoa, more... Whoa, you have a box of herpes? No, no, no. But you know how the more like somebody says something, the more it's like, yeah, you know. Self-fulfilling prophecy. It's totally self. So I would actually, one day I couldn't open up a jar of pickles or something and Chloe came down and she's like, let me try it. And I swear to God, I fucking caught myself. I, I didn't catch myself. I actually said it. And I was like, you can't open that. And of course, here's a little six-year-old who fucking opened up the jar. It was miraculous. Yeah, and but, she yeah, actually, was... 
she felt bad for me because she turned to me and she said, you must have loosened it for me, which I thought was super nice, super nice. Mm -hmm. So I decided then and there, no joke, I mean, from my kid where I realized that I was actually saying, you can't do that. I now never say, you can't do that. I never say, you know, you don't know that. It's always like, yet. You know, my daughter will say, I'm not sure. I've never done that before. I can't do that. You can't do it yet. I think it's very important for them to live. Because, again, let's go back to the entire idea of what this podcast is about, which is the piece of advice that I would give my daughter on my dying deathbed, which is... Please don't pull that cord out. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy needs that to breathe. (laughs) No, it's... Please don't bend that straw. Please, please stop. It's it's that nobody will, should be able to tell you what you can't do. Don't let someone dictate your limits. Right. That's correct. And more importantly, not even somebody else, but after a while, you start to dictate them upon yourself. You start yourself. to say it to yourself. I, I desperately... I I love television and movies. This is what I wanted to do for a living. I didn't know what when I was a little girl. When I was a little girl, I'll never forget. I used to wait. Back then, we had like real... Um, Commercials. Seasons. And so you had your, your TV series started in September. And like you ended May or June. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. But I remember the excitement. I hated school. And I didn't... Rem- it wasn't September, the excitement for school. But the fall, which was my favorite season anyway, but September meant... Who actually shot J.R.? That's correct. September meant the airing of The Wizard of Oz. Night Rider. And it was the start of... It was the premiere of all your TV shows. Yes. And it was the most... I mean, I loved it. And I remember when I went to... And it was usually all, like, literally in the same same week. In the same week. All in the same week. Everything always started... All at once. That's correct. Second or... And then they started moving to like the third week the of September, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it all was in the same week, and it was this wonderful, exciting time, and I loved it. So yes. you obviously must have too, because we've never talked about this, and yet you can still oh. you're relating to what I'm saying. We are both early seventies children. Yeah, but you yes. must have had the same excitement oh, that you remember it as well. Yes. So I remember when I went to college, right before I went, if you had asked me what I wanted to do to go to college. I wanted I wanted to be a director of films. I wanted to drive shows. a car that talked to me. <laughs> it's always going to go back to Knight Rider. Well, you know what? You have some sick fascination with David Hasselhoff. Let's just start off with that. It has nothing to do with Knight Rider. has nothing to do with the talking car. It was the Hoff. I, I'm a fan of the Hoff. I'm I, still I a fan of the Hoff. He listens to his records. Albums? CDs? CDs. He loves the Hoff. Tapes? You would oh, think that my huge. husband was German. He's huge in Belgium. He's huge all over any place in the United anywhere, States. Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. Right. So I had parents who never, well, I guess my mom must have always said no because she was the one who said you can't lift an empty box. But um, my parents totally said go for it, you know, and I even applied. I got into Syracuse's school you know new house their school communications my parents said you should go and i remember before i went i said you know what there's just no women directors yes there was penny marshall but she was the 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 sister of a famous director and she was in television but there was there was not a lot of female directors there was literally penny marshall and that was it 
And I remember saying to myself, I can't go to school for directing. There's no female directors. Like, I'm a woman. I can't. I'm going to go to school for business because that's a safe thing to do because I won't make it. There is no female directors. I'd have to maybe go to California, though I could have stayed in New York. I didn't want to go to California. I didn't know anybody in the business. I had all these things on, and it was the equivalent of... All the reasons why you couldn't do you it. Can't, you can't be a director. Sure. <clears throat> you can't do it. Right. And it wasn't anybody self-imposed. I have parents who, by the way, my dad said, go to school for whatever you want. Try it. Get a, get a degree. And if you don't make it, we'll send you to graduate school. You could be something else. Okay. So they were, you know, my dad was very, you know, go and do it. It was a self-imposing you can't do that. And so I want my daughters to never say, I can't do that. To never dream something that they couldn't dream. Dream the biggest thing, even if it's like the craziest thing. Dream it, try it, do it. There will always be a fallback. My dad was right. I could have gone to graduate school. I did twice. Um, and I could have been something else. I never went and did it. It's fine now, but the one thing that I did learn is don't let other people tell you what you can't do and just don't tell yourself what you can't do. Try it. Try it. Try it. Push yourself to try it. Don't instantly denounce something and, and just say, well, you know, that's, that's going to be a shit ton of schooling and it takes a certain kind of person to be able to do that. Even though I really want to do it, I, I, I just, I'm... I don't, I don't think I'm good enough to do that. I have to tell you, now in just talking about it, Penny Marshall might have known a million other people in the business, and she might have been involved or whatever, but there were no female directors. And I'll tell you something. I'll bet you that there was no point in her time where she didn't try it, and she sat there and stayed at home instead, or she decided to, well, Laverne Shirley got canceled, but... But she didn't probably say to herself, well, I can't do that because I'm a woman. She went and she did it. Sure. And so, and then there's plenty of other female directors who who came after her. I'm sure there's some that came before. Please don't Google it. But but what I'm saying is, you know, even she had the, the audacity to be a female and say, you know what, I'm going to do this. And that's what I want. I want audacious girls, both of them to know that you have the audacity to go and dream big and do big and 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 be something that maybe nobody was even before you. Sure. And and that's pretty much it. So um, that's my second word of wisdom. And um, don't I, let anyone tell you. Yeah. To quote the guy from Lost. To quote the guy from Lost. Don't, don't tell don't me anyone, what I can't do. Don't tell me what I can or can't do. Mm-hmm. If, if you want it, work for it. Try it. Put your all into it. Ten times out of ten, you won't get it. You won't get it every time. But you know what? Let it be. Live your life on your own terms. And if you want something, if she wants to be, if she wants to be the, the world skydiving champion. All right, let me back up because that's a horrible, horrible fucking example. But if she wants to be, if she wants to be, I want to, I want to be a dolphin surgeon. I want to, I, I saw the movie The Dolphin Tale, and I know that there's 
there's all these all this marine life that is that is suffering for x amount of reasons and i love animals and i love the ocean and i love dolphins and i'm gonna go to veterinary school i'm gonna follow this path i'm gonna do this don't let anybody ever tell you that what you want to do is out of your reach or it's ridiculous or that's not going to make you any money or you're never going to be happy fuck what everybody says you follow your path you do what you want to do you find your what is it that you say you find your bliss and you follow your bliss you follow your bliss you find what you want to do and you're in charge you are in charge of you we were uh, i'll just I'll, I'll go a little sideways here <clears throat> so we were working on uh ms pinewood derby coming up for girl scouts where we have to make the little car and and everything like that and car was going good she was doing 90 percent of the work and the 10 percent of the work that i was doing at one point late last night i fucked it up and i screwed up the paint job so we had a we had a start it basically had to start it all over and she said to me she goes hey because i felt horrible because she really loved the way it came out and then i went and i fucked the whole thing up she says hey anybody die <laughs> i said no she says it, did anybody retain a massive head injury? I was like, okay, obscure, but no. She says, then everything is going to be fine. We're gonna we're gonna fix it and we're gonna redo it and we're gonna move forward with it. I was like, all right. I, I guess I'm not the adult in this scenario. She's the adult. So it was just keep your head about you, figure out what you want to do, and then no matter what the obstacles are in front of you, if you really want it that bad, just keep moving forward and and figure it out and just do it i have to ask is there such a thing as a dolphin surgeon uh, may, maybe not yet mm. Mm. and on that note that's a good ending thank that's you that's a terrible ending oh uh, i think it's fine there's but... a there's gonna be a shit ton of dolphin surgeon googles after this. After this. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. When I mean by a shit ton, I mean, I mean like Herbert. three. Well, if he looks three times. So thank you for listening to Living Clean and Dirty. And I hope that you um, go back and listen to our first installment of the 10-step commandments. Is that it? 10-step commandments. And, um, and look forward to listening to the other eight. Eight. Very good. That's impressive math. Yes. And 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 be sure to be sure to check out David Hasselhoff at the Waffle House in Belgium on April 29th. The uh, tickets go on sale at seven. Bye. Bye. That's gonna do it for us today. But I promise you, the filth continues on Twitter and Facebook. Also, check out our website, livingcleananddirty.com. Like us, follow us, stalk us. And subscribe to us so you'll be in the know when a new article or podcast drops to give you your daily dose of dirty. And always remember, every time you listen, there's a little bit more of me in you.